Welcome to another week of the Soccer Thread Podcast. I'm Dan Schrader. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Uh, what a week. What a week. Uh, such an exciting week that only two of us survived. So you got yourself a two-man pod. Colin's in the swamp. I'm just Holly, happy to be it. I'm a survivor uh, in so many ways, right? Look. It's true. We'll get on to it later, but the toffees are up. I didn't believe it was going to happen until, you know, the 37th game. Uh, so... Very happy, very happy. Pep level happy. Um, I, what can I Talk say? Talk about that later, What too. can I say? I would have invade. I I want to invade your living room right now. I would like to invade the pitch when I saw those scenes. Yeah. Sky, I got oh. so many. I'd like to thank everyone who texted me when that was happening. Spencer Dixon, people I hadn't heard from in a while. Uh, because those were some scenes, and yeah, I would get onto that. But uh, also, you know, it's been a great weekend, and I survived that too. As we've said before, sometimes the weekends are tougher. Uh, so I'm here. It's true. That is right. That is right. Uh, nobody else to intro to. I mean, I I had a thing that I was going to talk about. And we got, you know, it's just us. Let's talk. Uh, I opened a beer earlier today. Yeah. I had been doing some yard work. I was finishing up. Time for a beer. I was taking the trash out to the curb. <laughs> good life. I, it's a good life. I mean, that's that's a Sunday. That is a Sunday. Went to crack it, and the, like, tab broke in a way that didn't open the beer. Yes. But also became useless, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Terrible situation. Except that I'm right next to the workbench. Yeah, exactly. Didn't, didn't have to move my feet. Grabbed that hammer, back of it, the claw, boom, right on the top of the beer. I'm in. It was great. I was so happy with myself. I was like... Just a man doing work, garden, <laughs> trash, opening beer with a hammer. It's like, yeah. Just it was, and it was like, you know what? This is an intro for the pod. What just happened? <laughs> I need, I need to talk about this. Yeah, I took Friday off and uh, finally finished a treehouse at my in-laws that I've been building. I built like two years ago. Yes, the treehouse, and yeah, hadn't yeah. Uh, built one a climbing wall up to it on one side that I had promised uh, to build. And so finished that on Friday and, you know, just knocked that out from like 10 a.m. to 1130 and then had the whole day and was just doing things around the in-laws house, uh, fixing yeah, stuff that yeah. they were like, this is so broken. And I was like, what you need? I got it's it. It's just a drill. Honestly, it's just a yeah, power drill. Yeah. <laughs> like, just you every- can make that work. And I was just like, bam, bam, bam. Okay, next thing. Bam, bam, bam. Next thing. Oh, that's like, leaky? I'll tighten it. Oh, oh that yeah. needs a little paint? Boom. Hit yeah. it. I just felt like it, that. doing that kind of stuff, just it just makes you feel like uh, such a superhero so sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. just yeah. so capable. I'm just so capable. So, Also, love that. I mean, it's very cliche, but like as a dude that sits behind a desk and pounds a computer all day, to be like, yeah, I'm doing stuff. Like yeah. I'm building. I made I'm a thing. Things. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. Wonderful. Excellent. Uh, Mike Palmer, we're sorry not to have you here. Uh, we'll get you back. We'll get you back. I don't think we had any emails. Did you have an intro? 
Did uh, you want to do it? Yeah, let's do think... it. Let's do it. Uh, this okay. this was right. going to be a game or a competition. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're in um, season review mode now, right? It's the end of Absolutely. the season. We now yeah. get to look back on the season that was instead of be projecting forward into the Premier League season. Um, even though we didn't really get into this season, I, I think, as much as it deserved, to be honest with you. Um, until the end. Yeah, I until mean, the end. When it started shaping up, I yeah, think. Yeah. But, yeah, fair, but there were fair. there were you know a lot of things going on in the world, but also in our own personal lives that kind of took our attention away. Um, yep. And it was like it was a great time to be, or an important time, an exciting time, to be a U.S. Men's National Team fan. So we were like a little bit more into that this year, but the I didn't as we'll probably get onto. I didn't really watch today, so I don't know if any of this has been covered extensively by the press. But it is 10 years from the Aguero goal. Yeah. Right? The first time City won the championship. Or won the, won the championship. Won the Premier League championship, that is. Right. Right. Um, so I thought that was kind of like a nice little uh, snapshot also of the time. You know, only half of that have we been doing this podcast. But that 10 years is like how long we've been, uh, you know, following the premier league together i would say the four of us right? yeah as a thread mm-hmm. right yeah yeah so uh, i wanted to do something about those uh those years so i like it in the i had something more elaborate planned obviously when i thought that there were going to be oh. other people here but instead <laughs> to celebrate so to, so to to celebrate 10 years of the four of us the two, two of, of us, us will be do doing yeah. <laughs> the two of us with the most children yeah. will do something um Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know. I'm just I'm just talking shit because hey. I can. Um, right. If you guys didn't give me a microphone, I wouldn't talk so much shit. But uh, <laughs> so what, what I want to do for as a, just a one man show here, uh, okay. what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the year. It's going to be embarrassing. That's fine. OK, I'm going to tell you the year. So here, yeah. here's a, here's a fact that surprised me. OK. Uh. Of those 10 years, only yeah. one year has the Golden Boot winner come from the champions. Yeah. So, I'm not going to ask you who that was. What I'm going to do, what we're going to do is I'm going to tell you who the champions were. I'm going to tell you the year and tell you who the champions were. And you can try to tell me the okay. Golden Boot winner. But you know, oh, man. you shouldn't just pick the striker for the champions because that's... Right. That's it only happened one. once. Exactly. All right. You ready? Okay. So, yeah, this is not going to go well. So the, uh, so, uh, all right, and I'll also give you the. I'll also give you the team that the the the. No, I can't do that. Ooh, how about the city? Will you give me the city of the club? No, I won't. No, I won't. Oh, okay. I will. Okay. I will once you miss it once. Um, okay. All right. So in eleven twelve, Man City won the title. Who was the Golden Boot winner? I think that might have been the year. So I'm going to say Aguero. Wrong, but they did play in Manchester. Okay. It gets, obviously gets easier as we get closer to present day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Manchester United. At that point, it's. Uh, when did Ronaldo go to Real? Probably before that. 
so it's Van Persie. Correct. That's a good okay. guess. That's a really good okay. guess. Okay. Okay. Thank you. The next year is the last time that United won the title. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go away from United. I don't think that's the year. I mean, this is going to be hard for me because I'm just going to go with like the, I, it's the big dogs, right? Aguero then. I'll go Aguero again. Uh, no, but they did play in Manchester. But you didn't say that it was Manchester, not Manchester City. So it could be who man, I uh, maybe, maybe it was uh, this. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna try just try to keep moving. Rooney, it was Rooney. Robin Van Persie again. Back to it was back. Van Persie again. He doubled up. I didn't remember that he doubled up. Okay. okay. Uh, the next year, Man City won. Everton finished fifth. Uh, who <laughs> is the <laughs> who is the Golden Boot winner? This is now 12, 13, 13 or 13, 14, 13. 14. 14. This is the year Norwich, Fulham, and Cardiff went down. Leicester came up this year. Ooh, that's that's a hint for a few years later. Very good. Um who did you say won it? City won it? Uh yes. Uh, I'm going to go with someone like Giroud. Plays in Liverpool. Played in Liverpool, rather. Uh, this is too late to be Torres. Too early to be Salah et al. Who was in the middle of those guys? Uh, <laughs> Andy Carroll. <laughs> uh, it's too early to be solid, isn't it? It's got yeah. It's way too early. Who's? I don't know. I pass. Suarez. Suarez, of course, it's Suarez. Yeah. Very good thinking, yeah. though. You thought you thought your way through it. Was right in there. All right, fourteen, fifteen. Chelsea, the champions. Okay. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you about this season. Chelsea were the champions. Liverpool finished seventh, sixth. Uh, I'll tell you that the the number the the Golden Boot winner came from Manchester. Okay. Man, oh man. At this point, United is struggling. I don't think it's them. I'm going to go back to City and stay with Aguero. Yes! You, you yes! yes! Well done. Yes. Well done. You get another A broken one. record. A broken record, Colin. That's not bad. That's not bad. Look, you're on two of four right now. That's not bad. Uh, 
15-16, the city or the season that stole all our hearts. Leicester City win the yeah. league. Um, who was the Golden Boot winner that year, though? Is that the one year, and was it Vardy? No, I, I'm not even going to accept that as a guess because we already did that one year. It was 2012-13 with Robin Van Persie. Oh, with Van Persie. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I didn't. You didn't explicitly tell me that. Maybe you did. Okay, Leicester's year. Uh, they were chased. I'll tell you. They were chased by Arsenal and Tottenham. Ended up second and third. But, you know, Arsenal, Tottenham, and City were all good were in that, there. that year. Yeah. Um, Arsenal at that point, I think we're. That might have been like the first year of Obama Yang or so. But I don't think he was prolific. Tottenham, ooh, that's probably like right at the beginning of Harry Kane. And if it's City, Aguero's believable again. But I like Harry Kane. Yes, Harry Kane. Come on. Look at you. Come on. Wow. Three out of five right now. That is way better percentage than I thought you'd get at this game. All right, sixteen seventy in the next year, Chelsea. Uh, Everton finished seventh. Um, yeah, who's the Golden Boot winner? Sixteen seventeen. So we're now into the Kane era, which means he's the go-to at any point. Van Persie's gone into you know wherever he went, Turkey or something like that. Uh. I'm not sure Aguero ever hit those high. Well, he did. He must have. Because he was young when they won it. Like 22 or something. So he had a lot of years in front of him. I mean, when he won it. I mean, the the year that started this game, he was young. He was a young striker. I saw that today or on Thursday or whenever it was. Uh, I'm going to go back to Aguero. Because I think he's got more than one. You talked yourself out of it. Harry Kane. Oh. Okay. All right. Um, so you're at three of six. Still very good percentage. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking that. That's fine. Uh, the next year, that was, by the way, that was Chelsea with Conte. Um, as we were thinking about okay. things he As he we're did. getting. Yeah, he did. Um, then we got uh, Manchester City in, in 2017-18. Four years ago. This was uh table real quick. Yeah, this was the hundred point year. Man City had hundred points. Uh if you remember Mourinho's uh United were second with eighty one. Yeah. It was like, oh we're don't give me shit for this. We're a very good team. We just uh we're nineteen points off the, the league title. Yeah, what are you going to do? I think, I mean, since we know it wasn't a City player and we're well into the Harry Kane era, uh, we'll talk about it later. Son tied for the Golden Boot this year. I don't think he's ever won it before, although it's possible he's finished ahead of Kane on goals before, but did Kane win three in a row? No, this player played in Liverpool. Played in Liverpool. Oh, this is the beginning of the Salah era. 
we'll take Mohamed Salah. That's correct. I'm not giving that yeah. one to you because I had to tell you. No, that's Liverpool, too easy. Yep, 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 yep. That is Mo Salah's first one with 32 goals, um, which is the highest number in this, uh, you know, wow. countdown. I, For the record, I called him magical today when he came on, and I was uh, trying to explain the entire everything that was going on minute to minute to my father-in-law when uh, Salah came on. This, <laughs> this player is magical. Yeah, it tends to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree yep. with that. Uh, <laughs> as much as I like to hate on him. Uh, in 2018, 2019, Manchester yep. City won the treble, the domestic treble. And yep. they, they finished with 98 points ahead of Liverpool's 97. Uh, Three players tied for the Golden Boot. Just give Ooh. me one of them. Come on. Uh, I feel like... Wait, you said Liverpool won the treble? No, no, no. City. What'd you just say? City won the treble. With 98 in front of Liverpool with 97. That's right. Okay, okay. I feel like... It might have been like... Salah, Mane, and Kane. That's my guess, but I'll take Kane. I mean, did I just lose I'm not it? Gonna, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to let you allow, oh, yeah. allow you to do that to yourself. <laughs> it's Salah, Mane, and Obama Yang. So, uh, I, I'm happy with that. We're gonna count it you how you one. want, but we're I'll take it. Yeah. One. I don't know what you're on anymore. I think about four. Uh, in the next year. Liverpool finally won the title uh, for their first time in 32 years or whatever. Yep. Uh, yep. Because Stevie G wasn't there to slip. Uh, they won by you know, 18 points. It was not close. Uh, but they did not have the golden boot winner. This is 1920 now. This is 18. Yes. No, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. 1920. 1920. Uh, it was not the Liverpool guys. Uh, did City have somebody in here? But like Aguero was past it. Hey, uh, Gabriel Jesus, I'm not sure. And like Mares probably never played enough. De Bruyne doesn't score enough goals. I'm just trying to figure out if I just go back to Kane or if there's somebody better, and I can't think of anybody. So I'm going back to Kane. Uh, Harry Kane came in sixth in the top-scoring league uh, this year. Uh, Five goals behind our winner, who played in Leicester. Vardy. Vardy, Vardy. All right. Um, Okay, so you missed that one. Uh, 2021, last year. City were won the title again. This is, you know, this is for the past five years. We're saying City won the title. Uh, dynasty is it a dynasty? There know. it is, dynasty, dynasty. Um, again, they won. A, they won this league that year, going away one by twelve points. Uh, who won the Golden Boot? I mean. I don't remember, but I feel like it's a toss-up between Salah and Kane. 
and I think Kane has more than the one that I that he's gotten so far. So I'm taking Kane again. You got it. You got it. I think Woo. that's five for you now, maybe. Uh, so yeah, congratulations, Harry Kane. You're now, Thank I think, you. I believe, five for ten here. Uh, I would take that. That's not embarrassing. Yep. With just this year to go, which basically you already know the answer to because you referenced it. Um, that's right. It's on the run order. It's on the run order. I wrote it so on the run order. That's not bad performance right there. Uh, in our in the little warm up of uh, who won the gold? Yeah. I'm I'm warm. I'm quite happy with that considering i knew actually none of them i had to work through all of them yeah so that's uh i'm happy with your that. best um, get was still the first one robin van percy that was thank you very much that was very good thank you thank you and you got uh, it before i thought i was going to tell you robin van percy and then you were going to guess it for the next year potentially for the next but you the first one i thought oh he'll definitely say rooney or or ronaldo for this i went away to him or away from him too fast potentially uh the actually the i uh, considered starting this a year earlier because the year before that, United won the title and Berbatov and Tevez tied for the Golden Boot. Ooh, that I would never have come up with those. <laughs> never. And also, that's like two guys from the same team tying for the Golden Boot, blah, blah, blah. It's beautiful. That is like, wow, that's. Great. Actually, a... I have to confirm that they were playing for the same team at that time, but um, yeah. Pretty wild. Uh, that's a very that feels like a very different era of the Premier League too. Yes, uh, and actually, yeah, they were not playing for the same team. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Tevez was playing for City at the time, so. Ah uh, yes. But either way, definitely a different era of the Premier League with those two players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what a great intro, Mike. I'm sorry you weren't here for it. That felt fun. Also Palmer, but Mike loves the trivia, so. Yeah, he does. Uh, emails this week. I don't think we got any except for Minnesota Aurora, who told me I needed to email somebody else about my advertising inquiries. Uh, <laughs> so if uh, Minnesota Aurora FC president Andrea Yauk, Yauk, Yoch is listening, uh, email coming your way, uh, Miss Yoch. It's uh, on its way. Yeah. Also, uh, if you didn't uh, get a chance to hear it last week. There was briefly a Minnesota Aurora special pod uh, that will be reposted when we get around to it. Uh, it's timeless. <laughs> I would say, you know, we're going to get around to reposting that, but uh, it, it needed a little, uh, you know, lawyering. In, in certain matters, pods come down real quick and they go back up at a leisurely pace. That's right. That's right. It got hot. We cooled it down. That's right. Uh, that's wonderful. All right. Look, Premier League. It's a retrospective kind of feeling. Premier League 21-22 is over. It's done. What a finish, as we've been saying. Let's start at the top, Colin. Uh, I know you want to talk about the bottom in the end. We will get there. Not quite the bottom. The not quite the bottom. Not. I want to talk about 16th. Not bottom enough. Uh City, in the end, come from behind. Uh, at home, they were down 2-0 to Steven Gerrard's uh, Liverpool, uh, not Liverpool, Villa. <laughs> Might as well have been. Who, yeah, exactly. Villa, uh, they were Liverpool B on the day, yeah. and they could not hold on. Very much so with Coutinho. Uh, and Coutinho, who went, uh, yeah, scored the second goal. Uh, in the end, they made the Liverpool result a moot point. 
but man, it was it was very exciting for whatever it was, seventy minutes. Yeah, it was all the a drama wild you can handle. Finish. Yeah, and absolutely it was like a great. Uh, this is why they play them at the same time, kind of thing. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. that there's no drama to the Liverpool game if the City game had already been played. So yes, yep. My uh, my only complaint about the timing and how I mean, Liverpool, so Liverpool also ended up winning, but the way that they like the time at which they scored their goals, they were never actually at the top of the league in the live table, and I just wish that they had been there even for a second. Like if they had scored their go-ahead goal before Manchester City had. It would have just been a little extra spicy, and it, we didn't quite have it. But uh, but you always felt like uh, even both these teams fell behind early, uh, Liverpool a lot earlier. Um, but you, because who they were playing, you felt like, uh, which in both cases was a mid-table-ish team with nothing to play for, that right. you felt like, oh, the bigger club is for sure going to score. Like, They're both going to score, and it was a question of win and like, yeah. will they score enough? And da 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 da. But uh, you knew goals were coming, and uh, so yeah, it was it was good drama. Yeah, it was good drama. It's exactly what you could hope for. It was phenomenal drama. Uh, I, I I mentioned earlier I was watching with my father in law, uh, who loves watching soccer highlights, uh, but not. I mean, he's not up to date on what's going on. So I'm explaining, you know at the top of the table, City has to win if they don't win, and Liverpool does, they jumped it in. The exact same thing's happening at the bottom, and then minute by minute, everything's happening. He loved it. This was soccer drama that a non-Premier League following was, like, into it hard, right? It was great. I mean, and you you get this so many, so few years, maybe not so few, go back through that uh, 10 or whatever years, maybe you get it every two or three, or two or three years out of 10, but... uh, in the U.S., where we have the playoff system rules thing, we go, well, the reason we have that is so that there's drama at the end of the year, so that the last game matters the most, blah, blah, blah. You know, Every time, yep. Yep. And because we don't want a season that peters out, um, even though that's the most fair, quote-unquote, way to win- have a winner. But when this goes right, oh, it's, it's the best. Oh, it's the best. It is so good. It's so good. So... Uh, I just, you know, we should just revel in that for for what it is, I guess. I mean, it felt, it was so reminiscent of 10 years ago. Of the Aguero goal, Yeah, absolutely. Right, where you're like watching both and you know, like I was watching the, so I was going to ask, my intro to the Premier League was going to be, how did you, how were you watching? Because there wasn't a, a simulcast or, you know, a, a whip around, which we desperately needed. Like NBC on this one, come on, just make it happen. We needed it. Uh, but you were, you did actually weren't watching live, right? No, I couldn't watch this one live. Although that does remind me that I watched the Aguero one um, in a box. The only time I've ever sat in a box at a Philadelphia Union game. I sit, was sitting in a box at a Philadelphia Union game with a bunch of guys from the Sunday League team I was playing with, and I, the captain of that team was a huge United fan. And I watched the Aguero goal with this guy, and I was – Obviously, the rest of us all going nuts, and he like was just going nuts, devastated, Absolutely. just devastated. And he's the captain of the team who's got all these <laughs> buddies here. So and then none of you watching the game on the field in front of you. I think the game. I think the. <laughs> I can't remember how it went. Whether the, I think the game. I think we watched the game and then watch and then watched the game. You know. Okay. But uh, yeah, 
I can't exactly remember. I mean, obviously, we would have been watching the Aguero goal over, you know, a meaningless, yeah, not meaningless, yeah. but this early in the season yeah. MLS game. Um, but, uh, yeah, today I was frantically refreshing my phone while watching my kids. I So I was watching Liverpool because they were the ones that, you know, were clawing to come back. So I was figuring, like, that's where the fun, the excitement's going to be. Uh, and the way that I could tell that Liverpool had gone down is that the crowd at yeah, that's Anfield awesome. went nuts over nothing. And I was like, oh, that's, I know what you that means. City and then I grabbed down. my yeah, phone, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, before my app had told me that there was a goal, the, the crowd at Anfield we'll was you. celebrating yeah. nothing, right? Like, nothing in front of them. I was like, I know what that means. I flipped out. It was so exciting. It yeah, was that's amazing. good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was great. So, City win it. Uh as your game pointed out, that's what four out of five for them or something. Yep, that's right. Is it is it interesting? I mean, it was exciting, but in the end, is the result meaningful to to you, to City, to anyone? I mean, I think it's meaningful to someone like Pep, who has not had the Champions League success that he would have wanted to have, uh, or like put on his. PowerPoint when he got hired there or whatever to say, hey, yep. these are the things I'm going to do in the five-year plan and blah, blah, blah. That yep. part has gone not to script. But the league sure as, sure as hell has. Like four out of five years, um, some great teams obviously in there winning it. Um, and and honestly, like they don't look over the hill. They don't look whatever, you know, like you could say that about like Ferguson's last years or something like that. Like that team fell apart really because it was like Evra and Skulls and whatever. Those guys were like yeah. all at the same age and hanging on. Um, he's done a, a brilliant job there. So I would say, um, yeah, from that perspective, I think it does mean something, whether I care or like it's good drama for the Premier League. Uh, I don't really know. I do think, I do think they, as much as you and I disagree about this, I do think they play some very attractive soccer. I watched these highlights uh, there are some goals there, especially for me, the third one, where Kevin De Bruyne puts in a pass in between the defenders and the goalie where everyone else seems to hit that ball as hard as they can to make sure that nobody gets a foot on it. And he yep. hits it just right so yep. that his guy can get there to the back post. Uh, and I think there's some things that City do in that way that just other teams like just don't do very often. And I think so. I think there is something about city that's different than the way everyone else wants to play. Not to say that that they're the only ones like that. Liverpool also have a little bit of that in them. Um, but uh, that does make me like them more. Like I don't feel that way. For instance, about Chelsea, when Chelsea is playing well, won the Champions League last year. Like, yeah. Yeah, never yeah. felt like, oh, Chelsea has a something to them. And I do like that the City team has that. I think that's fair. I, I mean, nobody can deny the influence that Pep has had on the game over the last, I don't know, 15 years or whenever he took over Barcelona. Yeah. Right? Um, that is certainly undeniable. Uh, I think it's just so hard. I was actually reflecting because 10 years ago, I was rooting for City to do the same thing that I was rooting for Liverpool today to do, right? 
to to snatch it to be something different because it wasn't united finally because it was yeah you know yeah, they, yeah, were, yeah. they were rich and very good at that time just like city or liverpool today is rich and very good it's not like they're not leicester or something right right but it still just like upsets the narrative a little bit or it's something different or something fresh somehow and that's totally changed in the last 10 years and especially the last five where they've just been so dominant in the league that you know I wanted Liverpool to win so bad just because it was like maybe because they were behind, so it was just good drama. Yeah, but also because because City's just strangled the league, right? Yeah, like no, it's just, I agree. And we, yeah, and and to agree with you to their credit, I should say, like that takes. Yeah, that's not easy. They're good, right? That's what that means. Yeah, but like, I'm not sure it's interesting. Yeah, and and to your point, like when I don't know, maybe mid January when City were like 15 points up. Or whatever right. we said, this is over. Simulated, blah blah blah. It's done because we expected City to just take care of business because that's what they do and they've been so good. And Liverpool were a little bit better, a lot of bit better, quite frankly, over the last four months or five months, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that's made it so close at the end here. Um, so yeah, all credit to Liverpool for that, and 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 that did make it interesting and give you another narrative to a reason to roof for Liverpool that it would have been this, you know, pretty impressive comeback. But um obviously for me I'm not gonna be rooting for Liverpool, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so you know, anyway, congratulations to City. They are a great team. They've got great players, a great manager, uh great results to show for it. So uh congratulations to City and anyone that may be a City fan, uh enjoy it. It's great. Things are cyclical. It won't always be this way. That's the, uh, <laughs> Such is the, the nature golden. of the world. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Liverpool, they did end up doing what they needed to do. They made it a little hard on themselves, went down early, and then really struggled to find the second goal for quite a while. Um, they were, as I mentioned, never found the second goal in order in a time to be on top of the live table. Uh, so never, never quite gave their fans that that really top top level of of uh, expectation, but. Uh, in the end, they did what they needed to do. It didn't matter. Uh, any regrets from Liverpool this season, do you think? I mean, they've still got a game to play, which we'll talk about. They've got two trophies in the bag already. But the league is very important. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they would. It's like every year you would like to win every competition. But are Liverpool going to think they had a bad year this year because they just won you know, a couple trophies at least and went to the final of the champions league like they had a great year like whether they came up a bit short here they had a great year same as um i mean maybe less less so i can't remember if these things line up but like being in the champions league final and losing to real madrid and and losing to city by one point in that year that it was like 99 to 98 or something like that, or whatever it ended up being that year. By all measures, an amazing year. Yeah, but exactly. They were, had an amazing year. They were playing amazing. They're a great team. Uh, you know, it's not like they're going to go back in this off season and be like, wow, we got to rethink what we're doing here in any level. Mm-hmm. They're just going to run it back. Like, I mean, obviously they'll add some fresh guys or whatever, like one or two guys here and there, but they're not going to, revamp their whole defense or or whatever they did after you know kind of like the gerard uh slip missing the title years right where they were like okay right 
this is this is no, not really working. Else this, is, this is yeah. this is this is working. You're just going up against City. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at, you mentioned they were whatever 14 or 15 points back three or four months ago, whatever it was. I'm you know massive comeback, very exciting. Uh, ended on 92 points, which is a great. You know, we sometimes talk about numbers like that and how often that would win the league. Uh, the answer is most of the time, uh, at least historically. I don't know if that's true, like over the last 10 years, you've been looking at these numbers, but um, it's a lot of points. It's a good season. Um, and they certainly, you know, pulled City back the hard way because City ended up with a lot of points too. They still won the league over that. Um, so that's pretty, it's still impressive what they did, I think. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they've still got the Champions League final next week, like you mentioned, Real Madrid. Um, how hard do you think it is for Liverpool to stay focused? Are they disappointed? I mean, you know, the locker room now. I'm, we were talking kind of in, at some high level about regrets or disappointment. But, like, those guys, this was an emotionally charged day. Do you think it's tough for them to turn around a week later and play another championship-defining match? I mean, I, I don't really find myself in those situations very often. Uh, but I can imagine that uh, it's actually not that hard. In my imagination, it's not that hard. It's like, look, you gave it, especially with a very positive manager like Klopp. Look, you gave it everything you have. You won that game. They won the game. Just yeah. came up short. Like, you're playing well. It's not like the team is uh, trending downward. It's just like, okay, we gave that our best shot. It didn't go our way on the day. But uh, luckily enough, unlike City, we have another chance to, you know, write our narrative or whatever, right? You know, right. Thing that got another game that Klopp's gonna say to really, you know, get him hyped up. So, um, I think that's a good thing. For, or that's a lucky thing, not a lucky thing. They deserve to be there, but you know, uh, that's they'll take that as a as a great opportunity. So, um, I if I were Real Madrid, I would not want to play them. I would have wanted them to win the league. And be a little bit hungover from the league, winning the league, you know, rather than instead of hungry, hungry yeah. and still won the game yeah. and everything. I think this is setting up nicely for Liverpool. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, you always hear that these guys—they're obviously like psycho level competitive, and that more than they love winning, they're so they hate losing that feeling of losing. So, in one sense not winning the league is probably rough and probably sticks with them. But also part of being that like psycho level competitive is that you, they compartmentalize so well that they, I, I, I think I agree with you again. They, they likely will just be able to put it behind them and be like, who cares about the league anyway? They'll tell themselves for a week. The champions league is the biggest trophy there is. And they'll just go and, you know, try to win that. But yeah, even when you, you like read interviews or whatever about uh, teams starting to go down the tank, they talk about like having, you know, self doubt and like how that they don't know how to deal with that kind of, cause like you're saying, they have very strong uh, self-confidence. And so when they start losing yeah. and they get some self, like this team has no self doubt. They, they won this game. They came back. Like there's no reason for them to doubt. They're not going to have any of those negative feelings creep in with that. It, they're going to be in good shape. They could still lose to Madrid because Madrid is also a very good team, but uh, it's not going to be because they lost the Premier League. 
Uh, Chelsea finished third. Ease in there. A 2-1 win over Watford. Uh, Ross Barkley making a little impact late on for, for uh, this season for Chelsea between the FA Cup and, and scoring in this game to give them the win. Uh, you know, just a guy that... Never should have left. A little bit uh, lost to, in the sands of the Premier League and funny to see his name pop up every once in a while. Yep. Uh, Tottenham end up winning easily over Nor- Norwich. Maybe no surprise, 5-0. Uh, Son bags two goals to put himself level with Salah for the golden boot. Uh, Tottenham finished fourth, did not spurs it up and allow Arsenal to jump them on the final day. Arsenal also finished uh, nice and easy, but uh, you know, again, wasn't enough. Uh, people talking about Son, this golden boot, uh, you know, yeah, but he did it without any penalty goals. You care about that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I actually, actually, I do. Like, at least as a tiebreaker, I think that's that's worth something. Um, I don't. I, it's almost like I don't want to take things away from guys who score a bunch, uh, from penalties. Um, it, I mean, I guess it depends how many you score from penalties. If if you had twenty on the year and you scored ten from penalties, which I don't think anyone ever has had that, uh, proportion. But then I would say, okay, yeah, maybe. But, you know, if you have, like, four penalties out of your 20 goals, like, whatever, who cares? Um, you still got to make them. You know, there are some guys who it, it's not, like, super easy to make them. Some guys are not so good. If you're taking it, taking the penalties from a Premier League team, you're good at it. You score a lot. It's like Messi scores a lot of free kicks. Yeah, because he's really good at free kicks. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't care. It's a skill set. It's a skill set, yeah. That's the reason you're right. taking That's him. That's the reason yeah. So maybe Sun should be better at penalties. Yeah, okay, fine. But it definitely it does mean to me that he scored that many goals from open play, which that many goals from open play, whether you told me he scored that many goals all with his head or that many goals all with his right foot or whatever, I'd just be like, wow, he's really good at that thing that he's doing. Yeah, he, and yeah. so he scored them all from open play. He didn't score any of them with from penalties. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's impressive. Like, yeah, I'm more impressed by that than I am from someone who scores them from a variety of sources. So I'm not saying it's worth so, more, right? But this is uh, the article that I pulled up on this randomly lists how he scored his goals. You ready for it? Yeah, give it to me. 12 with his left foot, 11 with his right. No headers, apparently. Well, there you go. Very balanced. I mean, it just tells you something about the player. 12 with his left foot, 11 with his right. He's, I mean, it, it probably works with my narrative of who he is. I don't watch him as much as someone like Palmer does. But, yeah, he's two-footed. Uh, he doesn't score a lot of headers. He's not trying to get on the end of things. He's counterattacking, run at you, kind of get on the end of things, but also can yeah. make a 50-yard I mean, run and finish it himself. That's important. It's that's important. important, yeah. Uh, the other obvious tiebreaker for Golden Boot would be assists. I think does factor as a tiebreaker in certain situations, maybe at the World Cup or something yeah yeah I think has i don't know if it does anymore mo salah had 13 assists to uh sons seven so yeah again, arguments either way it's just, think, that, right? that's just like another do you care about that yeah i mean i do care but like it's also influenced by a bunch of other things it tells me more yeah. as an individual stat right like than yeah. as part of a goal stat or whatever but yeah mo salah also oh. can pick a pass like that's we know that about him right he's got a little of the de Bruyne to him in that sense uh, random middle of the quiz since I have this article pulled up. 
uh, and since you've been uh, perusing the Golden Boot winners, South Korea is the 13th nation to provide a Premier League Golden Boot winner. Name the other 12, Colin. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Gabon? Gabon? Where Obama Yang yes. is from? That's right. Egypt? Yes. Um, where's Mane? Mane from uh, Mali? I don't know. Um, all right, so I'll go back. I'll go to Ooh, You should know, actually. You should know because his national team recently has been of note. I, I don't know. Just tell me. Oh, will it, Senegal. Oh, yeah. I knew that shit. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, England. Uh, yeah. Argentina. Yeah. Uh, Netherlands. Yeah. Uruguay. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, I mean, the most obvious one outside of England you're missing. France. Not what I was thinking, but yes. Uh, the most obvious one I was saying, Spain? Torres? No, no. Uh, In terms of players, think about it. Players? I, I don't know who the player is you're supposed to be thinking about. Is this all of Premier League or the last 10 years? Premier League. Premier oh, League ever. Uh, not, Portugal. Not the last 10 years. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, Bulgaria. Yes. Um, I think you're only missing two. I'm like uh, very consciously not guessing Germany because I, I don't think that there's been a German striker. They keep those in, uh, at Bayern Munich. Um, <laughs> You're right. None are German. All right. Um, I don't think one of these is, is gettable and one would be impressive. Okay. I don't think there's an Italian. True. You're right. Um, I can't think of a Brazilian, but that does seem like one where I feel I don't feel so confident about uh, the fact that there should not be one. Um, so I think I might have to go there. Yeah, I'll go. I'll rule it out for you. No Italy. Yeah, no Italy, but Brazil. No Italy. Uh, no South America. No Europe. Yeah. Uh, one is. Uh, Africa. One is Concacaf. Yeah, that's the one, right? Africa, you could get Chelsea. Oh, Drogba at Ivory Coast. Yeah, yep, that's right. Um, I assume Ivory Coast on the list. I assume it's Drogba. Yeah, no, it is. Um, Concacaf has to be Mexico. Mexico, right? No, I th I think you're thinking about it wrong. Oh, is it like a Jamaican? No, but you're on the right track. It is an English a player who is English, who's, uh, yes, his nationality with a. Uh, a Caribbean nation. Exactly. Yeah, who is. 
You don't we, ready for it? Yeah. Dwight York, Trinidad and Tobago. That's tough. I almost That's said tough. that. I almost uh, said that, but I, I doubted myself. Ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Ah, yeah, yeah. There you go. England, Holland, France, Argentina, Egypt, Ivory Coast, Bulgaria, Gabon, Portugal, Senegal, Uruguay, Trinidad and Tobago, and South Korea. There you go. Beautiful. Great list. Yeah. That's good. Uh, my computer hates whatever web page that was on. Uh, so there you go. Tottenham through. Uh, we, I think we got to wait for Palmer to talk a little more about Tottenham, but I am Agreed. curious whether that's enough to hold on to Harry Kane and uh, Antonio Conte. I'll say yes. No discussion, but I'll say yes. Champions League is enough to keep both of exactly. them. There you go. You heard it. You heard it here. I'm sure we're the first to talk about it. Okay. Paul, uh, Palmer. What's your name? Colin. We got there. Everton on Wednesday, Thursday. When did they play? Wednesday. They preemptively do the Manchester City, come from 2-0 down to achieve their ultimate goal. Safety. Survival in the Premier League. Uh, 2-0 down to Crystal Palace. Just, you know, they weren't like dead in the water because they still had a game. They'd have to beat uh, uh, Arsenal. But, you know, Arsenal's pretty good. No, I mean, we just needed Burnley to lose, which they did. Yeah. Or, yeah, well, fair enough. But anyway. Everton ensure their own survival by coming back and beating Crystal Palace. What a much better way to to survive. Much better. Much better. The fans loved it so much more. The streak is live. They are still in the first tier of English football. Uh, One of the best stats there is, and they keep it alive. I love it. Yeah. I I mean, my favorite was the somebody, again, you know, my phone obviously was blowing up uh, when this was happening, but the scenes of them rushing, of the fans rushing the field and, and friendly pitch invasion. And somebody said, uh, you know, Everton have had, have a better celebration for staying up than Liverpool have for all the trophies they've won or whatever it was. Yep. And like, that just sums it up right there that, uh, the passion is there, you know, the results on the field are absolutely not there. Haven't won anything since the eighties. Uh, but just staying up at this point is fucking Nar- yeah. worth a, a good-natured pitch invasion and some narrowly avoiding agony. Yeah, exactly. Is like and, and, that is the most joyous thing you can experience. And like with a squad that, like, if you look at us by player wages or whatever, we should be seventh. You know, we should or eighth yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is, right? Yeah. But we're sixteenth, and we're fucking going for and it. And you will celebrate, yeah. like you're sixteenth. Exactly. Yeah. So that's just that's just Everton in a nutshell for you, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's great to great to be safe. I was absolutely as joyous as as can be as you would expect me to be. Uh, did not believe we were going to come back. Did not have the faith. Um, once we started coming back, I started feeling like, oh, we we are going to get a point out of this. Oh yeah, like once we scored one, I thought, oh, we're going to score another. Oh okay, and we'll yeah, get a yeah, point, yeah. and then that'll kind of like have a little bit of a good feeling and whatever. Um, definitely did not expect the third one, um, but that's just it's great stuff. It's great stuff. It is the joy of sports, right there, and uh, I'm not ashamed to say I felt some some pure joy. You you felt feeling. Yeah, I felt some feelings uh, for sure. Really lovely scenes. The you know pitch invasion today. Rebecca Lowe, as we were watching scenes of Manchester City fans storm the pitch, she was saying, uh, "You know, 
oh, this is so dangerous and it's illegal and the, the stewards are and the administration is asking the fans to get off the pitch. But you could tell in her voice she was there was joy there. Yeah. Like she's like, come on. I mean, how can you not love the fans getting to experience that? Right. And it was the same thing at Everton. It was like the best the best pitch invasion I think I've seen, uh, you know, that I can remember anyway. Just the scenes of joy. You feel so good for him. Me as a neutral, like I just loved it. You love to see people happy. They were, they were so so happy. Yeah, so, you love to great. see Dominic Calvert Lewin grabbing just random pitch invaders and like grabbing them by the shoulders the way you do with your friend uh, after yeah. the, after you've won or after the guy scored the goal and like just shaking them and being like <laughs> yelling, shake. yeah, shaking yeah. them and yelling in their face, just to a random, just a random guy who came up. Yeah, and that was just like hell yeah, that guy. That's great. He's that's gen. He's genuinely just as excited as you are, guy who's running yeah. on the field. Like, yeah. you guys are sharing this together, and that is, that is it. That's the peak of sports fandom, right? To feel like beautiful, you yeah. and the players are genuinely sharing something, right? Are you the fans are part of the team, and the team loves the club the way you do? Yeah, team right? are part like of the fans. Both. Like, yeah, exactly, yep. exactly, and. The pitch, the friendly pitch invasion, it doesn't get any better than that. Obviously, the venue where we see the most friendly pitch invasions, NCAA sports, right? Yeah. That is the one place where the team, the players and the fans really are, you know, one one thing. They're both students, right? So um, I think that that, uh, the friendly pitch invasion, I'm not saying we should have it in America. I'm not saying we're responsible enough for it. They're not really responsible enough for it in in England. They get in trouble and and uh there are bad apples who do dumb stuff but uh when you're seeing it go right it is very pure and very wonderful it was very pure and very wonderful uh storming not that i have any like moral yay or nay high ground on this but uh the few people that made it onto the pitch after the third goal the you know yeah, the yeah. one that would do it i was like Man, that's a little preemptive, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also like, for Everton, we've done, we've stormed and then lo- and then given up a goal after in the past five years. I'm not gonna ooh, exactly remembering just, that game, but we we st- don't make that mistake. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. Yeah, I was like, you just might want to hold on. And also, like, now you're gonna be kicked out before the final whistle. You're missing <laughs> no, the good part. No, what are you doing? No, not a good assistant. Those guys just like run back into the stands. And the stewards are like, you know, it's like it's your classic like yeah. Uh, yeah. grift graft or whatever you say that is like the steward is one of the guys like he's been there for 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. the, the steward's your pal from elementary school. Exactly. Like, hey. yeah. Exactly. Look, I have to look like I'm tackling you, but yeah, come on. Like, just get back. In. Yeah, yeah, we're having a beer. Uh, after, lovely right? scenes at Everton in the midweek. Everton then uh, are safe and take full advantage of that and lose whatever it was. Five nil uh, to Arsenal. Yeah. Five one, uh, lovely scenes. The last bit, uh, Leeds win oh, at Brentford. I have to get this yeah, line out because please. I was expected yeah. you to come at me about Lampard. Um, because Mike said it in the text to say, yeah, I never had faith in Lampard, and I've put together my thoughts on Lampard. Uh, okay, and who he is as a manager. The floor is yours. And I'll start it with a story about my son because that's how everything in my life obviously relates to my children (laughs) uh my son uh you know can be very grumpy at this this age he's at a young age and if he doesn't want you to do the thing you're doing he says to you stop 
stop. And you just like yells in your face, stop. And then if you, you're like doing it because it's a thing that has to happen. Like he's got to put his shoes on. He'll go, you know, if it's go, he yells, go, go, G-O, go. If it's stop, yeah. he yells, stop, stop, C-S-O-K, stop. And you're like, C-S-O-K. And then the next time it's like C-O-S-A. Is he doesn't know how to spell stop? I mean, that's the end of the letters. It's just letters. He's just going for four letters, different every time. And that's how I feel about Frank Lampard. Like he's genuinely trying. (laughs) He's got the enthusiasm. I'm not faulting him for it. I'm like, go for it, man. Like, go with confidence. Yeah. Act like you've been there before. Act like you're in the job. Act like you know what you're doing. Like, you've got all the parts, but like, is there really any content that's is there being delivered? It's four letters. It's, it's just, just four, letters. four letters that you're putting out there. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes that's all you need. Like the message is received. I got I got the message. And I think that Everton got the that message from Frank that he was, you know, I don't know, a rah-rah guy or whatever. Simple things were transmitted and that was fine. Is there really a deeper what Frank wants this club to be thing? No, I don't think there's content there, but I, I don't think we need it right now. Like, that's fine. If we're, we're starting the next year with Frank Lampard, I can live with CSOK stop Frank Lampard. That's, uh, I'm a little surprised. I wonder, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little surprised that you're okay with that given the way that you just characterized him, right? Like, at least from the beginning of the season, and maybe now he has time to figure it out or, like, has enough yeah, he understanding. Could, he could not, I mean, I'm uh, assuming my son will figure it out as well. <laughs> That's right. He'll learn how to spell stop, and maybe Lampard will learn how to manage. Possible. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Do you actually expect that he'll be there at the beginning of next season, though? I do. I, mean, I do, yeah. He's got to be, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so good on Everton. They keep their long streak alive. Uh, Leeds win at Brentford. Burnley lose. Those are uh, the results that Leeds needed. Uh, Leeds stay up. Congratulations, Keevan, super listener, Keevan. Uh, congratulations, American legend Jesse Marsh for keeping Leeds up. I didn't look up ahead of the pod uh, if they were in the relegation zone when he took over. How many points they averaged? Blah 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 blah. I'm I'm not sure he did better than the trajectory they were already on but they stayed up so uh yeah i think good on jesse about kept them the same yeah yeah um and i think that's fun hopefully i mean leads i don't have any particular uh you know feelings for or a narrative to their fun team they have a, a character that they play with um or, you know, at least they did under Bielsa. They seem to as well to hold on most of that, I think, under Marsh. Um, but I hope Marsh gets a chance, right? He was brought in to do a job. He he passed the interview. That was the interview. They stayed up. Hopefully that gives him a chance to try to build something a little bit there. Um, and uh, good for him. That's, I think, from my point of view, that's the the outcome of Leeds staying up is I hope Marsh gets a shot in the Premier League for you know, whatever it is, until he's not good enough again. Ten month, ten, uh, ten games, whatever it might be, but uh, good for Marsh. The <laughs> unbelievably quick uh, 
reaction to lead staying up is that somebody was just waiting for that uh, result to come through. Hit the send button on the old fax machine. Uh, <laughs> That's Brendan Aronson immediately transferred two leads uh, for $29.5 million, which is not the amount we usually think of, but I found it on American website. So there you go. Uh, Aaron Johansson, Aaron Johansson, uh, Brendan Aronson will be at Leeds next year uh, in the Premier League. Thoughts? I mean, he's your Philly boy. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for him. I think it's a it's a good fit, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Both come mm-hmm. from that Red Bull pedigree. Um, so, I, and and the way Leeds play or have played under Bielsa and are allegedly going to keep playing under Marsh fits him high the high work rate and uh, counter pressing kind of tactics. So I think that's all good. Um, I think maybe unlike a Josh Sargent, he's a player that can also work with the, like work well with a team that doesn't have the ball or is expected to be in the mm-hmm. bottom half of the table. Um, so yeah, I think that he, I think it's a good fit. I think the price tag is pretty serious. Like, uh, yeah, it's a big number it's, for it's a pretty a guy that big number for may not guy. have earned it. Yeah, guy coming from yeah. Salzburg. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those deals where if you have the one step in between, where you've played in another big five league, and then you're coming with that price tag, and even if you're not, uh, you know, you didn't prove yourself in some great way there, but you just like proved you can hang at that level. You've kind of de-risked, so to speak. Um, I think there's still a lot of risk in him. Uh, he's still a young guy, but uh, certainly I like the player. I think he's going to live up to that, um, and I think the situation at Leeds is pretty good for him. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm with it, uh, but at the same time, like, do I expect Leeds to go down next year? Uh, I don't know about go down, but I certainly expect them to be right back in a relegation battle. I don't expect Jesse Marsh to last the whole season. That's for fucking sure. Yep. So, yep. like – it's going to be a rough ride. It's not going to be like, oh, yeah, Brendan Aronson just scores 10 goals and has seven assists and starts 30 games. And Mid-table that's what it is. And, and, yeah. yeah, like, no, that's not reality. Right, so. right. Uh, the internet says that he transferred a 14, 15, 16 months ago to Salzburg for $11 million, And they're flipping him for nearly 30 now. Uh, that's a nice bit of business from Salzburg yeah, as well. Yeah, it really is. Really is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's Leeds. Uh, the rest of your table then, of course, is, uh, you know, those other people going down. I don't know. I don't have the table in front of me. Now I do. Burnley, Watford, Norwich. Goodbye through the moon door. Yeah, not, not a lot that we're going to miss there. Maybe Josh Sargent. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also don't have a table in front of me to tell you who's coming up or who's in those playoff spots. So we'll deal with it all later. Uh, the one thing I would like, like to end on before we close this thing out uh leads uh last goal of the season for them scored by jack harrison right former mls guy played his high school soccer right here in massachusetts um you know in some way right he played college soccer as well uh mls super draft pick i think number one in the super draft um but uh you know i think i'm not sure does he have American citizenship? Could he just file for it? What's his tie there? This is a hypothetical for you and you only, Dan. If he okay. did, what uh, 
if he did, if he did file for American citizenship, he get a one-time switch. Like he hasn't represented England, you know, he's not in the conversation to represent England. Where is right. he on the U.S. pecking order? Is he getting on that plane? To... Uh, he was not born in America, so he is not clearly American eligible. He's got eight goals in the Premier League for a team that uh, was struggling. And eight uh, last year as well. Like, you know, he's kind of proven himself now in the Premier League to be at least good enough. Maybe he's not. I. I mean, at first blush, you'd say he yes, he's got to be. He's a proven striker in the Premier League. Uh, if you're getting up near ten goals, that's a good haul. Yeah, he's more. Uh, he's more of he's a winger, there, really. Like but, he's more of a Tim Weah than a, you know, number nine. And we've got those guys, though. I mean, that's a good point. I, I mean. He's certainly in that conversation. He has to be. If he's a winger, then it's, it's harder with Wea and Pulisic and Gio Reyna, right? He may just be more like on the same level as those guys. Uh, if he can play at striker, and I, sorry, I don't know enough. No, you keep, then he can't really. He can't. He's got to be in the conversation. Yeah, he probably is. As a fourth winger, he's probably in there because he's ahead of, uh, or fifth winger. I don't know if Aronson is on there as the fourth winger. Your fifth kind of midfield winger attacker is, uh, you know, who is it? I'm not sure. It, Somebody that's a drop down. Paul Ariola. Eh. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I, I think that's his level. Uh, I think he would actually suit uh, the U.S. Men's National Team very well right now. Um, in that, much like Brendan, uh, he's good at playing without the ball. He is a hard work rate player, and he can, you know. Be versatile and take his chances when when they come, but um, yeah, gives you a lot without the ball and gives you a lot in uh, in attack on a, in the in the counterattacking phase to score goals to make chances when you are not possession dominant, and that is what I expect out of the U.S. at the World Cup, and I'm not sure that you know Gio Reyna or Tim Weah really play that way. Maybe they do. I don't watch enough of them. To really say that they would would thrive at that, but I think Jack Harrison could do a job at that. So, um, yeah, there you go. That's why I think that question is courtesy of Keaton Sperry. So now I want to know: Jack Harrison moved from uh, somewhere, Stoke, I think, Stoke on Trent, to Massachusetts to attend the Berkshire Berkshire School. That says to me Berkshire. either Berkshire. Berkshire. It's it's not a Warren Buffett school, is what you're telling me. <laughs> uh, either he's a super bright guy going to a high level uh, private school, or he's a troublemaker that needed a boarding school <laughs> to whip him into shape. Can you tell me the Berkshire school, which of those it falls into? I cannot tell you the answer to that. I'm guessing it's it came from someone in his family. Like it just feels to me. And this is just, I'm just going to go ahead and slander. Um, that, that, you know, uh, so the Berkshires, first of all, are like a place in the Southwest part of Massachusetts where Massachusetts, Connecticut, and New York state all come together. And it's like this rural ritzy kind of area. 
uh-huh. where uh-huh. people from New York have their second homes or whatever, you know, like that yeah. kind of in the hills. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a two hours outside of New York kind of area. I don't know if it's really two hours, but whatever. You know what I'm mean, saying? But anyway, yep. it's a ritzy mill of nowhere situation. Doesn't that like kind of feel like a certain kind of vibe from England that like has connections to a ritzy middle of nowhere situation? Like, I feel like that's what I'm I'm saying. And like, I'm I'm not sure he's from the uh, same cut from the same cloth as most uh, English footballers. You know what I mean? Like, I think him and Wayne Rooney don't share a lot of don't <laughs> background. Yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't speak the same language in a lot of ways. Their childhood experiences were quite different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So uh, yeah. I think that's how he ends up there. Is they're like, yeah, that's the best situation for you. We. Okay. We know the headmaster. He's, he used to hang out with us or whatever. Yeah. But also, he wasn't getting into eating or rugby. Exactly. So. Or whatever those are. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. 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 Still, not bad. Uh, worked out for him. Worked out for him. Or it's, it seems to have worked out. There you go. Uh, amazing day in the Premier League. Uh, Champions League next week. Real quick, who's winning? Liverpool. Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, I don't know. That's the easy answer for me. I haven't watched a lot of Real this year, so I I can't tell you much about them. They seem like they're good, though. Uh, Should be good. So Should be really good. I'll take Real. You want socks on it? Yes. I know you have <clears> some <throat> socks you're trying to give me. I don't want I got, socks. I, yep. I can smell that they're bad. They're fine socks. I'm just not. They're they're too novelty for me. I'm a, you know, I'm a boring boring father. I don't. I wear know that. Socks. I know that. Yep. So. They're they're fine socks, just not for me. All right, that's all. They're burning a hole in my pocket. Somebody's got to win them off of me. <laughs> Mike's gonna be so mad. He wanted me to make a bet with him. Sorry, Mike. Get on the podcast. All right, that's it. That's it. We're done. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. Bye. recording i'm recording just, just talk about hips check check mm-hmm. ding get in here palmer just join just join just join when you're done with bedtime um. three two one okay